Welcome, everyone, to another great episode of Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes. Sometimes. And do, do you know why the, what makes this episode so great, Mike? I, in fact, do not, Ray. It's the absence of a, Nathan. A still. fearless leader. Yeah. Did Moose we and Squirrel get out. him again? Yeah. We can <laughs> just God. go as crazy as we want right now. We can make this a five-hour episode. <laughs> we have no time restrictions. We can be as not funny as we want to so, be. So no time be too Nazi. hard for you, right? <laughs> it's not. It's great. <laughs> so no exactly. time Nazi. Nope. No, no time Nazi. Um, so how's everyone been doing this week? Fantastic. Doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, just coming off a of vacation. Yeah. Had uh, five days uh, from November 3rd until November 5th. Uh, November nice. 7th. So, yeah. Just coming off of it. Super excited about it. Uh yeah, I did absolutely nothing. Very cool. Was it everything you thought it would be? And more. <laughs> and more. <laughs> it was so nice. It was so nice. I just laid in the yard and I love off the space. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. So yeah. Um, pretty good. Been doing pretty good since our last podcast. Yep. Yeah, it's been a while. It's nice to see everybody. Charles, thank you for coming for back. Coming again. Uh, two yeah. weeks I know in a row consecutively. I know it's a long long stretch for you and for me three in a row yeah yeah, yeah it's like I'm, it. it's like i'm uh, getting a habit back or I something. yeah it's like, like you've never left yeah Th- this is kind of like the back to the future thing where like the the picture <sighs> and people are kind of disappearing yeah it's like except in reverse well what it was is you're standing there and then the blaze monkey on your shoulder is slowly <laughs> disappearing because That's you're good. actually showing up to episodes okay it's really impressive so it's been past nathan <coughs> Yeah, I mean, we might as well just call him Blathen right now at this <laughs> yeah, point. Blaze the, yeah, Blaze like, the, Oh, what are you doing? I'm at a food and wine tasting festival. Well, that was last week. I mean, that's what he said he was at last week. I mean, I don't know. But we saw the pictures, and I don't think you can eat food that way. Yeah. I, just, I mean, you can. It didn't look like food. It's it just, looked like, you know, his breath, body parts. His breath is, like, really bad. Like, if, like if he's parts. doing what I think he's doing... Yeah, and he's figured it out. Then that explains his shitty well, breath. He told me, yeah, yeah, he told me he figured out how to mouth fart, which just sounds unappealing to me. Mm. I don't know why you would want to do that. And yeah. I said, like "Oh, de- you mean burp?" It's like a said, defense mechanism. Yeah, he said, "No, no, 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 mouth fart." And no. I said, "Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Rope, man. That's cool, man. If well, that's what you want to do." Oh, he said the hardest part was forcing it back from his anus. And percolating it through his digesting food to get yeah. into his esophagus, and then to learn how to open up yeah. his esophageal sphincter to let the percolated uh, through digested food poofu shit smell come out of his mouth. It, and it's poo-poo it's one of those things that's really impressive. But I had a, a friend tell me one time: just because it's hard doesn't mean it's cool. <laughs> um, and I've tried that's to what, <laughs> that's I've tried what to a ton <laughs> of women talk tell me about my dick. <laughs> So that's something I've tried to live by. Just because it's hard doesn't mean it's cool. So let's. Uh, but I mean, like you said, if it floats in his boat, yeah, I he's mean, into it. Mouth farting, it's um, strange. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, what do you do? I don't know. The most impressive thing that he's done with it, and I didn't. I don't know. You could do this, but he's learned somehow to relax every sphincter in his body, and we uh, he actually. And yeah, I'm surprised Charles didn't bring this up. Uh, Charles and I then uh, taped Nathan naked onto the top of Charles Ranger uh, on all fours with his butt facing forward. So as they drove, the wind passed through his butthole 
and created like an infinite mouth fart. Yeah. It was. We had video of it, but then we dropped the phone and ah, it's gone. It's I true. It's I mean, the, the weirdest thing is. Uh, that's probably my biggest regret of 2015. I mean, we lost that video. I will say this because it's. I told you guys de- we should have used a GoPro instead yeah, of a that's phone. True. Oh, I mean, yeah. you know, it's early November. It's still 80 degrees outside, so we have insects, but I have not seen a single mosquito since we fogged the neighborhood with Nathan's mouth farts. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. Well, I haven't been up to much either. I, yeah. Yeah. It's mm. been a slow week. Well, we did have the Superman <coughs> Wonder Woman release. Yeah. This week, so. Yeah. That I was, don't care though because it's DC. Yeah, uh, hero. We're talking hero clicks. Me and TJ are hero clicks lovers, but we both kind of just <laughs> well, just, not lovers. Just remove the hero <laughs> clicks from that sentence, and then it's more true uh, that neither TJ one and us, Ray are lovers. <laughs> yeah. We neither one of us really care about the DC hero clicks because it's too expensive to care about all of them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, everyone else. You have to draw that line. It's like you have to. Sometimes you just got to draw a line. Mm-hmm. That's so, what artists do. Yeah, draw lines. Mm-hmm. Other than that, hadn't been a whole lot of news. Um, we have a few things in the news that we'll talk about. Um, apparently, um, this has hit a lot of people really hard, and there have been some some suicides and death threats over this. Um, they have canceled Star Wars. Star Wars for a December 18th release has been canceled. Yeah. Um, Reports say that George Lucas uh, tore the check up. Mm -hmm. The Disney check that he's been holding on to. Yeah, he's been holding on to it. He tore the check and the contract up and just went down there and he was naked. At Disneyland. at, At Disneyland. Found a Mickey Mouse, kicked him in the growing area. Yeah. Um which I assume is the same for a giant uh, mouse. Yeah. Um, I believe mice are anatomically similar to humans. Yeah, yeah. In that and, regard. Yeah, and like general placement of yeah. genitalia. Okay. And those are dudes in costumes, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah it's, not, it's, it's not a real <laughs> sentient humanoid mouse man. It's, it, it's a normal teenager, an aspiring actor probably. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yes, um, a thespian. And so that guy's probably not going to go to George Lucas for a job. Probably not. Or so, maybe. Yeah. maybe. Well, I mean, I would be pissed off. You know, Disney said they would supply him with flannel shirts, tight stonewashed jeans, and white sneakers until... Indefinitely. Yeah, indefinitely until he died. And yeah. he hasn't seen, you know, sneaker one. And you know, I mean, there's a Payless right down the road, and Disney still is not holding up And there's the not the been one Jar Jar Binks yeah. or Ewok in any of the trailers, and that was contingent that was, in the contract. and. Yeah. George Lucas said, I've had enough, and he just walked. And he yeah, just ripped that check ripped up. up. Well, you know, I, I think because he walked as well, that also dashes the uh, the fan theory that uh, Rilo Ken is actually Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. yeah. Because, well, because Lucas would know. Lucas yeah. would know and if he was that. He put yeah. up on his uh, website this, this week that uh, he is planning a new film called um, The Jar Jar Binks Chronicles. Yeah. So uh, that's supposed to be coming out. Uh, the same date, funny yeah. enough, as it's called Star Wars. Star Wars was supposed to come out December 18th, um, and George Lucas has this film he's, ready. He's called, he, I thought well, it was it, subtitled, well, not ready the, yet. the Force Wakes Up. Yeah. Yeah, so. it, it, it was Planet Battles, The Adventures of Jar Jar Binks, The Force Wakes Up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the actual working title. Because there was a pre-title, the actual title, and then a subtitle. Yeah. So um, we're interested to see what happens with that. Yeah, I've I've heard he's been just re-editing and yeah. just 
He's well, throwing stuff out constantly of the of the uh, new uh, trailers. Uh, he said that that new lightsaber with the hilt that's totally gone. Okay, there'll be something even better. Uh, he mentioned something about a corkscrew, mm-hmm. um, corkscrew lightsaber. Yeah, and uh, nunchuck lightsabers. Yeah. Um, so Interested I'm, to see how that works. I I, I, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> are the handles <laughs> lasers or is the chain a laser? I, I don't know. We don't know. I'm no, really curious. Yeah. That is that is a novel. I, I want to see the video of it, and he says it'll be it, they'll be fine to edit it in. He knows it's only a month and a half, but no, he's had this on the back burner the whole time. Yeah, that well, he's been waiting for. He, he was upset yeah. about BB-8. Well, uh, well, he I mean, has a new yeah. character called BB-88. Yeah. It's going to be at least 100 times bigger than the actual character. Yeah. Um, because that was... Uh, things need to be extreme in the Star Wars universe. Exactly. Well, it's and actually the planet a, battle universe. It's not oh, Star universe, Wars. Yeah. 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 Pa- planet battle is what it's actually called. But, uh, yeah. And to, to make like the the, the BBB-8. Mm-hmm. BB or, sorry, BB-88. BB-88. Uh, or was it 888? It's BBB eight eighty eight. That's what it was. Well, the weirdest part is that Jar Jar A, you know, uses yeah, yeah. Uh, BB eighty eight A as like a technotrome type device and mm-hmm. kind of rolls around uh, the Gungan Empire. And it's weird because this movie actually only takes place in uh, in the swamps of Naboo. Yeah, exactly. Like it's which is odd because they have all that desert footage. You're not going to do anything with yeah. now, but yeah. I, I think mean, it was just a smoke screen. Maybe the that's whole just time. the beach. Of the well, I think songs. his vision was to create like a really gritty Jar Jar Binks movie. You know, it's well, steeped in realism and uh, bringing a lot of dr- a drama. Uh, yeah, I know that Jar Jar's down on his luck. Uh, there was some bad publicity when he was running for the Senate, yeah. uh, and it's just trying to you know those photos of yeah. him and Anakin as a boy just were not <laughs> doing him any favors. No, no, you know, I mean, they say in, uh, to be a successful politician, you don't get caught with a dead girl or a live boy. And No, it's know. true. I mean, and the, the the amount of like just like weird guerrilla publicity they have, like my favorite one is just when they had a picture of just Boss Nass just dead on the ground and, you know, uh, Jar Jar over him holding a smoking blaster. With that, with that blunt in his mouth that says, you know, Misa Gangsta. I don't know what, like, are they implementing that I into was, the series? I, I was really surprised that you could hold a blaster sideways like that. Well, I don't, th- I don't think there's a lot of recoil. Uh, for laser know. guns, yeah. Well, I mean, look at Malcolm McDowell in Generations. That, oh. uh, uh, he had the gun that, for no reason, just, like, pivoted to the right. Yeah. It was, like, gangster leaning for him. The yeah. future but gangster he was old for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but he I mean, was old. But the thing uh, is, it didn't, didn't have any recoil, so yeah. you know you can shoot. I guess sideways. that would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually did some research into Gungan lore and fight techniques, and holding the blaster sideways is uh, it's like an accepted military tactic with him, with the Gungans. So, you yeah. know, it's it's the advancement of those like big glowing testicles they had in the first movie as artillery. Yeah. You know, it's nice to see you know small unit tactics. Yeah. Yeah. Small I'm, unit. I didn't know the Gungans had SWAT teams, but it should be really interesting. Uh, I even hear they do some Gungan martial arts. And funny enough, when reading the Wikipedia article that I edited they their tongues for myself, it. they use their tongues. And also they use their uh, their ears for like misdirections and like helicopter moves and, and leg sweeps as well. Awesome. I don't know they had that much control over you know their body parts. Well, if you'd seen some of the Gungan porn that had been put out, Mike, you'd have seen that already. 
Yeah, it's amazing how how, how large their mushroom penis their penis mushrooms. You know, it it, it looks almost like a uh, like an octopus tentacle. Yeah. Well, and and moving on uh, in the news, uh, we have some new information on the Suicide Squad that came out this week. <laughs> All the actors actually have committed suicide because <laughs> the movie's so fucking terrible. And that puts a real damper on Will Smith's world tour. And their sequel. <laughs> he was looking at yeah. Suicide Squad 2, more suicide. Well, <laughs> it, it all started when the uh, the, the director uh, actually, uh, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty sad. Some guy was stealing his Bronco, and he caught him. And then he kind of accidentally smashed his head against the curb and got sent to prison over it. <laughs> uh, but... Accidentally, yeah, smashed uh, his head. Against uh, allegedly, the curb. you know, he's appealing right now. Yeah, uh, but it's weird because and I've been reading his blog post, and he, you know, he's he's actually befriended a man of color in prison in the laundry room, and I think it's really just changing his views. You know, and he has he has a, a young brother well, a, who is also about director. Time. Yeah. Well, and th- yeah. this is really funny because this is kind of the way he got into this film to begin with. When he was in prison, Hollywood came to him and said, "It will." let you out of prison if you'll make this film for us. Yeah. So. And I think that's what really ex- inspired Suicide Squad because they're all prisoners, you know, fighting a suicide mission and him to make a good movie from this material in in of itself is a suicide mission. But well, you, yeah. you write what you know, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me everyone killed themselves. <sighs> uh we had more deaths on um Walking Dead last week. Oh my god, I that can't believe ri- that everybody Except for the original citizens of Alexandria are dead now. Yeah, so but that's got to save them a ton of money on contracts. <coughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That's that's what we're feeling like is probably they're rebooting the whole series mid season, which is a yeah. pretty ballsy act. It is. Uh, everyone was pissed about uh, the last death. We'll uh, we'll go ahead and spoil it here. So pause it and move ahead five seconds if you haven't, because I'm pissed because I uh, actually read it. Glenn dying. Um, so. And that was just a chain reaction. That was just nothing they, compared was, to what they were doing next. Yeah, Carol. Um, yeah. Then then Daryl. Yeah. And then yeah, I mean Carol and Daryl got married, and then when they were consummating their honeymoon, uh, some zombies just like ate their genitals yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, zombie. Yeah. And Glenn. they bled to death. Yeah. It was yeah. Zombie Glenn. He was like, "Hey guys, where's you know?" And then he just started. You know, he wasn't Carl, even talking. It was Carl got really mad about a candy bar that they found and shot Rick. Yeah, and, Carl uh, lost an eye. Yeah, yeah. You know, he he, he fell God. on he and fell on Rick's dildo collection. And then, uh, just I can't even talk about what happened to Michonne. I mean, no, I that was oh gosh, I, that was I, rough. I can't believe they did that on television. No. The one time you you don't take your samurai sword with you, shit happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that happened. Uh, what else was in the news this week? Uh, Melissa McCarthy uh, caught yes. fire and died. Thank uh, you. Yeah. And uh, Paul Fig. Uh, actually burnt himself uh, in protest, much like the Buddhist yeah. monks of Vietnam War, because without Melissa McCarthy, they would not let the Ghostbusters movie yeah. uh, go. So, uh, actually, the remaining Ghostbusters, out of sol- solidarity for Melissa McCarthy, because they said, you know, fuck Harold Ramis, they decided to go ahead, you know, just make an actual Ghostbusters sequel starring Bill Murray, uh, Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd uh, 
Ernie, Ernie Hudson. Hudson. Unfortunately, and Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis yeah. is coming, coming out, of out of retirement. No one and saw this coming. Yeah. Issue, and they're doing much like Tupac. Uh, they're doing a hologram uh, Egon oh, Spangler. Yeah, yeah, that they'll interact with throughout the movie. So I'm super excited. This about will be that. way better than anything with. Yeah. I mean, I'm really sorry yeah. for the Mike and Molly fans out there, but you know, I, there was a lot of there was a lot of lard on there, so she burnt good. She wasn't coming back. It from was. That. It was. Um, it was a clean burn. Yeah. Yeah, it was a clean burn. I mean, you know, I've never actually seen that much. All I can say is uh, Tyler Durden can make a lot of soap out of that. <laughs> that's all so, right, I mean, well, that's pretty much the news. I mean, those are some heavy hitters. That really was. I can't was believe week. all of that happened in one week. I know. Well, how did we. Man, it's almost like we need to just shut down the news segment because we're not going to have we more sh- news than that. We should. We should have had special announcement podcasts all through the week yeah, with all this for stuff real. happening. With all of this happening. It was just too much to keep up this with. This is almost enough podcast stuff to just stop right yeah. now. Okay, we're done. Um, but yeah, some but of that's us, not what we do. No, we keep going. We keep on. Keep yeah. on keeping if on. If there's a dead horse, we'll kick it. Yeah, we'll yes. Beat it, kick it. To death. And you can sit Again. on the edge of your seat and watch it. Yeah, being that's beat. true. Because you're going to pay for a whole seat. But you don't need it. Not not with this podcast. You don't no, need it. No, not with this one. You can rent out the other s- sections of your uh, yeah. Make your seat. money back. You can scalp exactly. the rest of your seat. Like if you're that. watching Star Wars, mm-hmm. yeah. and you know where you're going to be well, on if your you're seat. Watching Star Battles, the Jar Jar Binks uh, Chronicles. Yes, Planet Battles. Planet, uh, the, I'm sorry, the Planet Force Battle. wakes up. Force wakes up. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can sit on the edge of your seat and sell the back part of it where mm-hmm. they can sit. They can just straddle on the you. seat back behind. Yeah. yeah. They can straddle you and watch the movie while you're watching. Because that was the other thing. The pre-sales from the original ticket, like they, they, they move over. Yeah, yeah so you, you still everyone automatically so, got so a ticket yeah, 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 for yeah. Planet Battles. Yeah, so you're good. You're good. Yeah, so. yeah they even They're get a discount off that. the next movie. Uh, the Force has a really bad hangover. Yes. Yeah, after The Force wakes up. And it's a crossover with the Hangover franchise. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. really weird how they arrange that. But hey... George Lucas knows exactly what he's doing. He knows what his I'm fans I'm glad want. he's back in charge of the franchise, personally. Yeah, absolutely. I can't think of anybody better. Well, I mean, the twenty the 2022 release of, uh, you know, The Force Has a Case of the Mondays uh, is really going to be a good one. The Force clocks in late as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what The Force what about finds all his girlfriend cheating on What about him. all the spinoffs that they're going to be doing? Um, um, I'm glad they canceled the Boba Fett. Project. Yeah, of course, no one wanted that. Nobody wanted that. The Han-, Han Solo one gone. Yeah, Rogue One pff, done. Um, the Jack uh, Porkins mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one is going to be. That one's going to continue. And George Lucas says he will play the part himself. Oh, thank God. Yes. He. Had, so, when was the last time he was in a film? Well, I thought he <sighs> was going to play the uh, the the pig guard who's all sad after. Uh, you know, after the Rancor dies. Well, I mean, this is modern filmmaking, Mike. He can play more than one role. Yeah, He's yeah, like Will true. Smith. It's like the Nutty Professor. The late, the late Will Smith. Yeah, I actually heard that. Uh, yeah. He's he's pioneering and reusing a bunch of the uh, the mothballed clumps technology to uh, play multiple roles. Yes. Right on. Tin Nub, the, uh, the pilot. Yeah, from the end of Return of the Jedi. He is going to get his... Own uh, series as well. That's the guy with like so, uh, the, keeping the, up with the, the Lando, Asian, right? The Asian mask on top of the alien face was that? Is that? Yeah. I up? think it, that's the keeping up with Lando 
yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, series, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, that's up the, with the Landos. The Asian Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. yeah. So, so this is an exciting time for us Star Wars fans. Yeah, I I never thought I'd see the day. No, no. T- even TJ's excited about this. Yeah, so. I'm. I'm yeah, I'm surprised. I, no, it, I I couldn't I couldn't see this coming, and I well, I'm really appreciative. I myself am really excited about it, you know, because I had to walk away from Star Wars for a little while, from like seventy seven to eighty three. I had to walk away from Star Wars, you know, and I came back around ninety nine. Yeah, uh, that was a good time. It was a good back. time. Yeah, it was the golden years of Star Wars. It's true, and uh, that kind of segues to our new topic, uh, which is things that you love that you had to walk away from for a little while. Uh, much like how I had to walk away from episode four through six, because yeah. in my mind, arguably, those were the weakest entries in the Star Wars oh, saga. And five especially. especially. Yeah. yeah. Empire. Pff. I like I, I liked uh, the director for five's other movie better, RoboCop two. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was oh. a much much better. Irvin Kirshner blew that out. People of People say that sequels can't really improve on the originals, but, but RoboCop two and three proved that wrong. Yeah. Usually they're better. I yeah. mean, honestly, let's be honest. Jaws here. four, ha, come that's on, that's classic. That you don't even see the shark through most of the first one. In exactly. the fourth one, the shark's like Everywhere. jumping thirty feet in the air. Yeah. That's, that's that's what the we real vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody wanted to wanted to see a bunch of water and a couple mm-hmm. of old men sitting around in a boat. I'm really glad, you know, because you know I, I make fun of the Star Wars movies. I call them like you know a new dope or the pile strikes back or return yeah. of shit. But those are just. Those are just terrible movies. Yeah. But we'll just get that out there. Yeah. And, you know, I, I kind of started off with this. I have some other stuff, but let's move on. Uh, what about you, Ray? What is something you had to walk away from, uh, like 77 to 83 Star Wars with <laughs> me, that uh, you loved? One of the, uh, this, uh, this is, I guess, less nerdy, um, but I'm just now sort of coming out of this. Um, for most since probably the the 90s I've, I've been a musician I've done a lot of music stuff I've done production and everything and for a while now the last probably two or three years I kind of had to just step away from all of that um, just had a lot of instances where um, just was not playing music with people I enjoyed playing music with uh, didn't enjoy the music I was playing uh, which is it just makes it tedious. It's not you know it's no fun, and no, I mean, that I, should be something that's fun. Yeah, I mean, and, and I kind of thought about that because you know when I first kind of heard of you, Ray, you were really into the music scene. Yeah, and then when we first started hanging out, you know, about a year and a half, two years ago now, uh, you were more like on the production side of it, and you weren't really in bands anymore. No, and that's actually how we came to doing this. I had a studio where I was recording some bands, and um, some of it was just. I wasn't loving it. I didn't like it. The the some of the stuff some of the stuff I was making I loved. I thought they were incredibly talented people making incredibly beautiful music. But there were a couple of projects that just drained me dry. Um, so I had a studio space. I had all these microphones and all this equipment that was just sitting around. And um, Nate was like, "Hey, let's do a podcast." And I'm like, "Well, I happen to have a studio, <laughs> so come on over." So. Yeah. So yeah, so that worked out, and uh, this has been really great doing podcast stuff. It helps um, with like the, the like that when you're a crea- you sharp. when you're a creative person, you want to create things, and that's been something that uh, it has helped me. Well, I mean, how, how, what's your what's your uh, viewpoint on it as a non-creative person? What do you mean? Because my- you're not creative at all. So like, what, what do you feel? <laughs> 
Why is everyone laughing? <laughs> no, Ray is a very creative person. You yeah. know, uh, we wouldn't have him on the podcast otherwise. <laughs> that and his editing uh, equipment. Yeah, <laughs> it, mostly the and equipment. his recording equipment. <laughs> mostly the recording equipment, not so much the editing yeah. equipment. If you've listened to the podcast ever, um, editing is a strong <laughs> word. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like this just has a life of its own, and I just like to let it go. <laughs> turn up some volumes, turn down some volumes, and let it go. Yeah. Let it be itself. Just hear Mike embarrass himself over and over and over again. So, Sometimes Charles. I'm, yeah, what about you, Charles? What, what What's something you had to walk away from? Was it the podcast just now with your phone? <laughs> oh, I'm Asshole. sorry. <laughs> We have a strict no phone policy. Yeah, I'm sorry. For guests. For guests. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not for, not from <laughs> well, I've been here to Morton Place, so I figured I have an exemption to wow. it. Wow. Oh, sorry. Oh, shots I, fired. I, I bet uh, I bet on like, on like <laughs> when Charles looks at the lap, his laptop and looks at the nerd who get laid page, he has like a picture of his head like taped to the screen where Nate's is. And he's like one day and like fucking pokes the screen and stuff. Also, I was putting lipstick on. He's like, Charles, you get laid sometime. (laughs) Would you cast me? I'd cast me hard. (laughs) Also, I would I would say this is a this is maybe a time for Mike to offer up another one hundred dollar bounty. If Blaze hears about this at all, you're not losing any money. It's more likely that Sinbad will come on the show (laughs) than Blaze will hear about this. Oh God. For those of y'all that haven't heard, because I know there's a lot of new listeners out there, um, at one point we <laughs> threw up a challenge. I put, I put, no, out, I put out the gauntlet. Mike put out the gauntlet that if uh, anyone could get uh, Sinbad to basically endorse our podcast, I would give them $100. I think he had to f- not follow us, but like tweet at us because we were doing a big Twitter push. Yes. And, and he sure as hell did. What yeah. did it take about... It took twenty a, minutes. It took about twenty minutes for someone to see it, and then find Sinbad's actual Twitter <laughs> account and tweet at him to say, "Pay the woman." Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, I had to pay her. Hence, my that was my first step into crippling debt was getting Sinbad's endorsement. But that was it, one of our best stories. <laughs> yeah. but it was not a strong investment though for the no, podcast. No, I have not no. seen any Sinbad Turn fan around. dividend increase in our listenership. I think we've we've had a little bit more from uh, when. Oh, who else started following us? Um, uh, Adama, uh, Edward James, Edward James, James almost. almost did, that was uh, like almost from the beginning. King though. Joffrey. Yeah. I mean, see, King no, Joffrey's following us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hold, yeah. hold the He's phone. He's been following us for like a year and a half. Oh no, no, Edward James <laughs> almost. No, I mean. That that man knows a trend when he sees one. <laughs> yeah, he does. And he's getting on early. So he wants to be there, you know, on the set of, you know, Battlestar Galactica, the reboot. We're running out of ideas, the show. Uh, and he's going to tell people, you know, oh, you like nerds who get late? So I listen to them back in aught 13. <laughs> So, <laughs> oh, my God. Aught 13. So, Charles, what did you walk away from? Uh, other than dignity, look at this. Yeah, phone. dignity. Yeah, uh, wrestling. I, it, My hairline. I, <laughs> yes, I'm gonna be there, sir. Yeah, yeah. You just uh, after that crippling backyard wrestling accident you had, you know, because it was actually a steel chair. Oh my god! Yeah, and those craftsman ladders—they're built like tanks. You're not gonna break those things. You know, I, I noticed you kind of toned down the wrestling a little bit. Yeah, um, I just. I just got burned out on it. That and my work schedule. Uh, I 
think I stopped watching around 2000, 2001. Who were the big hitters back then? Uh, Rock, Austin were kind of dwindling on the way out, and I really don't remember who was going at that time. WCW was on its way out. I just, Wasn't it uh, Lesnar? 2002. Eric Bischoff. He was 2002 when he was uh, coming around. But I just I got burned out, and I missed a lot of great events. Uh, and then I tried getting back into it, and they at that point they were going strong with the two channels, USA and at one point TNN had their flagship Monday Night Raw and UPN, which I don't oh even remember God. what that is now. UPN. I don't even, yeah, <laughs> UPN don't 40. <laughs> That yeah. was our local provider. <laughs> they had the, the SmackDown ultimate program. power network. <laughs> I don't know what UPN was stood yeah. for. United Paramount, Paramount Network. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And UPN. Yeah. That is a phrase I haven't heard in a <laughs> That's long That's what I'm saying. Time. Yeah. Well, that. And they had the SmackDown program. Well, we didn't have that in Welburn. So I had the A show, and it was so boring. And I just like, I just, I got tired of it. I just focused my energies on other things. And I did miss a lot of good stuff about it, but that's why they have DVDs and YouTube. The YouTube. Yeah. So have you come back to it, or are you still kind of just like like on the outskirts, kind of like updating yourself like a, like through Wikipedia articles and random shit? Or are you actually sitting down and watching wrestling again? Uh, I've Normally I'll just find stuff online to watch. Like just I don't have a cable provider. So like highla- yeah. highlights then, basically. Highlights, or if I hear I read about a match was good, I'll try and find that match in full but i just don't have time to really watch the full events and full cards anymore and i know every year i'm i'll buy the rumbles the wrestlemanias the big four and i'll still go that way that's a good way to go i mean because there's a uh, uh, uh wrestling is a lot like dragon ball z there's a lot of filler a lot yeah, of filler a lot of filler oh yeah a lot of filler. but it's just one of those things like I, i've always loved it but i just I got burned out on it. It was it was really repetitive, and it's kind of getting to like that again, just from the little things I've seen and I've heard about. But it's nowhere near as bad as it was at that point. I mean, I, I think wrestling's an ever-evolving uh, entertainment source, and although I don't watch it with any regularity, I still enjoy it, mostly for the nostalgia I feel. But it's entertaining, and it it you know chokes aside it kind of upsets me a little bit that you still haven't come back to wrestling because i assumed you were like monday night like you had like a tub of popcorn you were sitting there tearing that shit up watching <laughs> raw i don't have cable but i i do want to get their their spinoff thing they're doing because the nxt showings are it's the stars of tomorrow and they're bringing in some veterans to for a talent enhancement it's pretty intense guys they have in there now i actually saw a uh, an nxt event in live oak uh about three years ago me and nathan and a few guys went there ironically but uh we had a really good time yeah and a couple of the uh headliners are now uh mainliners headliners in wwe yeah but it's that nxt is not the same as it is now because mm. you the talent they're bringing in now from across the globe and the guy that's Vince McMahon owns it. It's part of the WWE. But Paul Levesque is pretty much the COO of it. And mm-hmm. he's seeing all these guys, all this talent, young guys, veterans. He's like, okay, bring them together and we're going to put into that focus and go forward with that. Fans are now wanting to see more of that mm. than whether tuning in for the Raw or the SmackDown. So way more successful than the XFL. You, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. 
always think the the problem with that I would have when I would watch the newer stuff compared to like the Austin and Rock and stuff like that. You've seen it before, or it's a well, or no, it's a dumbed it's, down version. It's like um, these new guys. Um, they haven't really had to. It seems like they didn't really haven't had to really work to create a gimmick for themselves yeah. that actually work. You know, like Austin. It took him a long time to come up with that gimmick with the with the Stone Cold gimmick because he had you know the other identity before and the Ringmaster and it started yeah. to flop and he's like, just let me be myself. Yeah, and, that's and, what it and was. the Rock he had you know his. Ooh, fan! Oh yeah, they his hated early that. stuff. They what hated was his him. early stuff? Tell me about that. He was Rocky. All right, he's Dwayne Johnson. That's his real name. He went by Rocky Maivia. Rocky Johnson was his dad's name. High Chief Peter Maivia. That was his grandfather. So he went as Rocky Maivia. He had this weird fucking shoulder outfit cape with like look like teeth on it. Little like kid and play flat top Jerry <laughs> curl, smiling like he was yeah. like the ultimate good guy. Fans fucking hated him. Really? Yeah. They booed him. They hated him. That's hilarious. And then he slowly went with the Nation of Domination. It was an all African American uh, stable, and then he turned into the Rock. Yeah. And then he just started being himself, being the Rock. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So that's, I mean, but that it was feels like, like these newer guys are just in there because of how talented they are, and they don't have any personality to them. Does that that is does true. that make sense? Yeah. I mean, uh, they're just they're they're what what you're saying is is that uh, the headliners now the new guys yeah they're more for technical skill and not for the actual story yeah I mean yeah. that and it's not as incredible. Here's the thing: it's like wrestling was like live action comic books. It's the closest thing you were getting <clears throat> to live action comic books for a long time. It's just crazy scenarios to just ex- crazy excuses to have two guys just coming to ring and. Sp- crazy outfits beating the crap out of each other. But, like, how you're... Like, I know you and Ray are huge into comics. Like, with wrestling, if you've watched it so long, you've seen it all. You guys have been reading comics for so long. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen it all. It's hard to be original. Yeah. It's nothing but new I under the it, sun. I think that the other thing, too, is it blew up, and so they it over-expanded. Yes, 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 it did. And that's... You had that explosion, and now they're kind of imploding a bit. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they still got the two shows, which really don't think they need. Three shows now. They really don't need that. No. Um, I think if they just went back to one, it'd be a lot better. You yeah. could get stronger writing. You don't have to, yeah. you know. And that's, that's a problem. Like, uh, Walking Dead, I think, is going down that road, you know, they're they exploding. Gotta, they got to figure something out because, uh, you know, it's just, hey, let's wander to this one place. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's not great. Let's wander to this next place. Oh, it's great. No, it's not great. Yeah. yeah. And that's what they've done for five seasons. Yeah. Well, they've done that for over uh, almost 200 issues of comic books, too. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't think I've read since 150, but it was a pretty good thing for a while. Yeah. Kept going. Um. So TJ, um, do you want a recent one or like some through my history? Give us both. Let's okay. Go, let's hear them uh, all. Uh, the one biggest one. Uh, I think my biggest one. I still haven't fully recovered from it. Is uh, when I stopped reading comic books. Uh huh. 
and that was in uh, 96. I had gotten out, well, around 97, 98. I got out of the Army. Um, as an Army, I would buy everything. Yeah. Um, you had that disposable income? Well, not just disposable income. It was just, you know, I wanted to read yeah. it all. And, yeah. And so um, I'd buy every part of a crossover. I'd buy all the books I wanted to read. And everything. Of course, I was a Marvel guy, so I, I didn't buy yeah. DC stuff. But, you know, I'd buy everything I wanted to read. And then, uh, right after Onslaught, mm-hmm. um, hap- the cr- Onslaught crossover happened. Which, how how'd you feel about the Onslaught co- crossover? I felt kind of cheated. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, they had handed out... Uh, Onslaught was supposed to be a big big deal yeah and they kind of hinted at it and everything and they dropped some clues about who it could be yeah because i remember that being a big big deal who's onslaught yep i actually figured it out before they got it and i was i was right on it um but i read it and and it was kind of like uh i was expecting something on the level of like age of apocalypse yeah uh after legion quest story and then it wasn't anything like that yeah um, so I got really disappointed. Um, I saw what they w- had done with Heroes Are Born, which was a train wreck. Yeah, it was. It was not pretty. Um, and then uh, they started this new crossover in the X Men titles called Operation Zero Tolerance, and I just kind which of like I don't even remember I'm I was out before then because onslaught yeah. I had missed out on that and everything because that what what year was that that was probably 9798 yeah. yeah so by then I was already trying to do band stuff and everything yeah. so I'd gotten out of comic books a little bit by then and I was they had um and they were taking some of my favorite characters and just twisting they had started the twisting on them yeah to where they weren't recognizable they weren't good anymore um and just really um disheartened me on it and yeah. i just walked i just stopped i was really i was buying like 40 50 books a week a month wow for, for a marble and i just yeah. went yeah, done i'm done i'm not paying at the time it was like three dollars a book yeah um i'm not paying three dollars a book to be disappointed every time yeah <laughs> with every book exactly so um i poke in every now and then and look at it and I was like oh this is what they're doing now oh god you yeah. know i think some of the things that kind of brought me back even though they weren't really good um the idea of civil war and avx both of those were bad but yeah i wanted to see that so i like I actually tore into those, and then I bought them later. Um, but like, just like, hey, what's this all about? And that kind of pulled me back into everything. Yeah, um, <laughs> wasn't Civil War necessarily for me? It was. Um, uh, I heard about Joss Whedon doing X Men. Oh, Astonishing X Men. And I was like, well, let me check this out. Yeah, and says what? Just, almost like a ten year break for you then? It was yeah, it was quite a while, and then. Um, but I ne- I still didn't buy comics though. So. Yeah. Um, Do you buy I them in trades about or whatever? Or if didn't? I got them, I get them on trades. But mostly, I just either torrent them or read like synopsis online. Yeah. Um. 
so uh the whole emma and and scott thing yeah um at first you know from reading x-men for many years and everything it's like no scott jean gray scott jean gray um that scott and emma thing was just really uh mind-blowing it was mind-blowing to me but after seeing it for a while it just made a lot more sense yeah absolutely and it was much better for the characters um so i'm still not totally there i do have the marvel unlimited but yeah i find myself not reading current near as much as i would like yeah i don't find myself reading current things um i have what i've read through the recent thor stuff up mm-hmm. to where they're at in marvel limited and i really enjoy that the the aaron stuff yeah the jason, jason aaron, aaron stuff yeah yeah jason aaron's great writer yeah he's uh, picking up um i just got the first issue of doctor strange oh man. and i'm really excited about reading that yeah if he can do what he did with thor yeah and i'm really excited to see what he can do with doctor strange yeah um and then as a, another more recent one was Heroclix. Yeah. Um, they had with the power batteries and the possession and the, it just got to where I, so I was tired of reading a book in order to, to play to a character. It. So about a year and a half ago now, yeah. they came out with the uh, War of Light set that was yeah. uh, based around the Green Lanterns in DC Universe. Uh, it was a really everyone was really excited about it, and one of the resources um, that you could use in the game uh, was a green power battery. Yeah. And then very soon after that, they released that they were um, going to have power batteries for all the colors, and that all the colors would have different powers to yeah. them, uh, overall powers. So it was a pretty big thing, yeah, um, pretty wild thing. The idea of it's okay, yeah. but it's uh, it just was. To me, it just was that final nail in the coffin. I was getting yeah. frustrated with the game anyway. Um, there was it felt like an over reliance on All just stat boosts and, and yeah, yeah um, stat boost stuff, and um, not as much of a reliance on strategy and pieces and how you played. Yeah. And I had to step away from it for well, a while. And also, like, uh, this was an, uh, kind of an issue for me, was the uh, the chase characters, the ones that are more difficult to get a hold of, yeah. were all of a sudden really, like, meta pieces. Pieces that you, not needed, but, like, everyone was playing. Yeah. So they were pieces that were, like, a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Or, or sometimes even more. Because I think the Parallax, during the end of War of Light, was going for over $200. Ion. Ion, yeah, and I think they're. I think was there's. Ion? Yeah, uh, yeah. It was Ion low. and Parallax were both really, really yeah. high, um, and that's like uh, kind of in Hero Clicks. The nice thing about it is, uh, if you play a sealed event, you can open up, uh, you know, a couple of packs, and you can make a pretty good team with some commons and uncommons. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, you had to have these chase pieces that were a hundred dollars. Yeah, and I went through, <laughs> through to be the competitive. I went through the whole six months of uh, War of Light, and I feel like I watched everyone else open up a chase, and I never got one. So I was like, nah, "Yeah, I'm I didn't have, I didn't have any interest in War of Light to start yeah. with, and then and then with the way that everything worked in it was mm. just this was just the final straw for me for a yeah. while, and I just I had to stop. Yeah. I was well, there was also a big like DC 
present. It was for a big a while. DC, and I, that wasn't it. I mean, that wasn't, I mean, that wasn't the big thing on it because I still enjoy playing some of those pieces. I don't, I don't want to collect it or anything, but yeah, some of those pieces are fun to play. But it's just, I just had no. <laughs> No interest, interest in, in these power batteries. Yeah. I'll be so glad when they go out of modern. I remember playing because you played one at least one month of War of Light, and I think you maybe you didn't, but someone else was playing some of those, and you were like, "What? Well, I'm just gonna do this. I don't care." Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna. Uh, oh, I had a. I was playing a Despotalo, and um, you were like, "Well, I'm just gonna outwit." This thing that everyone's been pissed about for six months. Yeah, they were sitting <laughs> and there no the whole time. Thought about it. Yeah, they're sitting there the whole time, just whining about this twenty-five point character, and like, man, he's gonna follow me everywhere. I'm like, out with that, step away, or whatever yeah. it was. I'm yeah. like, why are you? Yeah, wetting your but, pants over but this it thing. Took like five or six months for anyone to catch that. Yeah, because uh, I know I played him on multiple teams because people flipped out about him, and he's yeah. a little thirty-point character with three clicks but a 20 defense that could hurt you once yeah. a turn. And it was great. It's those pieces like that that I just kind of like, why are you <laughs> afraid of this? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I don't know, those pieces I'm not, I don't, they don't bother me, but it's the yeah. these cheap mechanics that are just way overpowered well, for what they give you. A, like, I hate when people are always like, oh, that piece is so broken. And it's like, okay, well, if someone's going to be enough of a douche to play a piece that's quote-unquote broken, I want to see if I can beat it. Mm-hmm. That's me. I want to, like, play I'll it. play it. I want to play against don't it. Be, I want to beat don't, it. But if you're saying how broken it is, don't start stacking power batteries yeah. and, and other crap on it. Yeah. You no, know, come out, bring your stuff, and build a decent team. Yeah. And let me see if I can beat your decent team. Well, and that's the thing. Like, if you have a decent team and you have a possessor on it, which is usually like a 25-point piece to, like, buff up one of your characters, I'm not I'm not butthurt about that. No. You, you added 25 extra points and you made a killer team out of it. Awesome. Yeah. Good job. Let me see if I can beat it. Yeah. But if, you, you know, you're adding that 40 extra points for that battery and, you know, you can shoot me from 12 spaces away and I can't, you know, that's the kind of stuff that's like, oh, God. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. But... Totally. Totally. I know. We just <laughs> lost Charles and, and Mike. I, I see the I mean, I've played Hero Clicks before, but, it, like, YouTube done it a lot longer, so you, I'm, like, just absorbing it. Yeah. So, Mike, what's something that you had to walk away from? I had a couple. Tell uh, me about them. Ghostbusters recently. Uh, <laughs> Not after <laughs> the new news about it. Oh, of course. Yeah. But, you know, previously, he's coming back now. Yeah. But... Uh, the first one uh, happened around 2004, maybe 2005. Oh, alt 4. Alt 5. Yeah, it was uh, Magic. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I started around 98 and played for a while. Uh, enjoyed yeah, yeah. it. Uh, one of the things I, I found with it and a lot of other, like, kind of how you guys were talking about uh, with Hero Clicks. I guess the point where I was just I was spending so much money to create these decks, you know, and uh, when you first start out with a game, you don't quite know how to play. It's a lot of fun. You play with your friends. I like the whole like, like, like I, I love the art of it, and I like the whole like kind of story behind it. And I get to the, and, you're, and the the more familiar you get with the game, the more you run into these technical people whose job really is, they make it is to make the most effective loophole deck they can possibly do and yep. then just 
yep. spank your ass with it. And, you know, you're like, oh, well, I can make this better deck, and you sink more money, and then you go into these uh, these competitions, and it just it just loses all the fun. You know, a lot of my friends stop playing because they kind of cut off. They're like, you know, this is too much money for me. You know, where they just they just did something else. You know, they, they, yep. they, they stopped doing nerd stuff. Like, one of the guys I used to play with now is a sheriff's deputy. He doesn't play <laughs> anymore. Uh you know, and I've I've come back to Magic about two or three times. Uh, I'm kind of back now, sort of. Uh, I've promised myself I wouldn't buy any more cards. I have all my old cards. You know, just play with those, have fun. Uh, also, I think not buying any new cards also keeps me out of tournaments, which yep. is kind yeah. of the thing that really. That's why you know, like, why I never came to like a Friday Night Magic with your uh, place. I, I hate. I hate sitting there and just it not being fun. I just lose and then just get irritated and everyone's being a smelly, smarmy asshole. You know, oh, well, I'm playing my palancron. Like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, uh, it just it just doesn't become fun. Uh, another one that was kind of like that uh, was World of Warcraft. Had a yeah. lot of fun with it. Uh, I, I still remember Halloween's still one of my favorite times, like, because I started playing this game when I was in Halloween. And, you know, they had, like, little pumpkins everywhere. And it was cool. There's a really cool community with it. And then, once again, you know, it's just the more you play, you get your ass stomped in by people who spend countless hours playing this game. Yeah. And then, you know, the fun casual mark of it kind of, you lose that. And then, you're like, oh, well, you know, I need to start raiding and, you know, think uh, dungeons. So you get hooked up with these assholes that you didn't like in the first place to play these games to get armor to run more dungeons and get more armor to run more dungeons and there's someone always more powerful than you and it gets to the point where you're raiding so much it becomes a job like you need to be on by 8 p.m it's like i just got off of work (laughs) exactly yeah and you know so i walked away from it and you know every now and then i get an inkling to crank it back up and play uh and just enjoy it but i knew it wouldn't last for long and the game's just the game's moved on it's kind of left me behind so i don't think i'll ever come back to world of warcraft yeah uh, the third and last thing that I had to walk away from, and it's still tentative, I might I might step back in, uh, is the Assassin's Creed series. Uh, a l- yeah. Yeah. A lot of people argue with me, but my favorite one, bar none, was the first one. It was very repetitive gameplay, but I love the story. I love, and I also love the future parts m- yeah. a lot of times more than the actual animus scenes where you're playing in the past. Because I thought that was really interesting. Like, what are all these, you know, mystical, medieval, you know, or uh, proto-technological things going to affect the future? And, like, so I was excited about what, you know, Desmond's story and everything. And then they just kind of, in in the vein of wanting more money and extending the, extending the life of the series, they pretty much just dismissed Desmond in the third game. Uh, yeah. And just the the story was just wrapped up slo- uh, sloppily. The, yeah. the the gameplay itself was very buggy. It was just shit. Three was bad. Three was three was not. And good. I was looking forward to three. Yeah, like I'm like, oh, we're wrapping up the series, you know? Because like, although I didn't like two story as much as the first one, the gameplay was amazing and all like the whole. Like, I think 
pieces, like getting the puzzle pieces and everything was so much fun. And then it just all leads to this letdown. Yeah. And then the other games are like, oh, well, you know, this is still going on. Desmond's dead. Don't worry about him. He's dead. You know, but all this cool shit's going on. So look over here. And it's just yeah. uninspired. And you can just tell they're just they're just milking it for all they want. Yeah. And although I still love the gameplay, I still think it's fresh in a lot of, in a lot of ways. The story itself is just kind of blundered, and the the company's getting greedy. You know, they're basically want to want to ride Activision's coattails of Call of Duty and this yeah. constant yearly money maker. And it, and it stops being about the love of the game. It stops being about the story, and it starts becoming about deadlines and money and the creativity. Well, you can see that with the problems that Unity had. The bugs and everything else. That game should not have come out the way it did. Yeah, I, I, Assassin's Creed kind of seems like how Call of Duty was about three years ago, and how the Windows operating system is. <laughs> yeah, it seemed to be a good one, a shitty one, a good one, a shitty one. But the last couple ones has been shitty ones for yeah. Assassin's Creed, and that's kind of made me step. I back. really liked um, Two's probably my favorite of the series. Uh, I do like the I, I like the story of one. But the mechanics... Two two is the Uncharted 2. Uh, yeah. Assassin's Creed 2, was, it, they caught their stride. You know, They figured out good gameplay mechanics. Yeah. The, the characters yeah. are better. The, characters the story better. might not be as good, but the, the characters are much better. I, d- I just like the setting. I like the idea of Templars versus Assassins. Yes. And you kind of lose that in the second one because Templar doesn't mean the same thing it did in... You know, Crusader, Jerusalem. Yeah. It, it's like the it's like the Illuminati. It's a secret society. Anybody could be a Templar. Yeah. I mean, fuck you. Fight the Pope. You fight the Pope. <laughs> that's that's pretty sweet. You though. fight the Pope. It's crazy. It's you still know, pretty sweet. Though. It's pretty sweet. I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like I'm punching the Pope right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, I completely agree about Assassin's Creed. That. Uh, it's like if it comes out every year, I just I've just not want to play it anymore. No, uh, anything after the third sequel, pretty much, unless like unless like they take four years to make it, yeah, is usually not a good thing. I'm, uh, I'm you know. tentatively excited for Uncharted Four. The see, Uncharted has had had a long time to brew and develop. Yeah, it's not like they churn this shit out a year after. No, after but the three third was one. the real letdown for me. I can't. Exp- I, I think. I think what happened was was they got caught up in lo- Last of Us. I think so too. And that they like let, let's get Uncharted three out. Let's get some you know climbing and some cool. Because I mean the game is gorgeous. The game is beautiful. You know the gameplay was stories fun too, all over the place. But the story was just weak. The story yeah. was weak. The uh, they it felt like they were focusing more on what set piece can we throw into this part of the game. Yeah. And that story is just. It's badly edited. If you change some things around, that game would be yeah. I mean, amazing. It, it would be a lot better. Uh, and you know, I know it's not a game that's steeped in realism with like you know fire demons and yetis and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, there was one scene that really kind of just like I don't know why it didn't sit with me very well. But it was the gorgeous set piece with the plane. Yeah. You know, and after you get out of the plane and it's amazing, you basically walk through the desert for days and days and days. Yeah. He's near death. And then he just magically comes up to this uh, these ruins, and there are bad guys there. And he just becomes normal Nathan Drake. And he's running around and diving, you know, and yeah. blowing dudes away. Like that was what was really good about two is the scene right after the train crash. You know, you're stumped. You're you're not like jumping all over the place and everything. He's stumbling around. He's injured and everything through that whole scene. 
and there's, there's there's no continuity to the scenes like it was in yeah. two. Yeah, two was yeah. such. Two is still yeah. one of my favorite games of all time. To me, two is like one big set piece and a story taking place within that. Yeah. While the third one was just like these disjointed, really cool scenes together, and I think and like we were talking about before the podcast started with Metal Gear Solid Five, it's like because they focus on the bites of gameplay and not the overall game itself, the story really suffers. Yeah. I agree. So that's why I walked away from Assassin's Creed because <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Five was a letdown. Metal, Metal Gear Solid was? Five, I'm still working on it, but Metal Gear Solid Five. they, uh, I, you know, like I've enjoyed, all, I, I think Snake Eater was probably the best sequel they made out of all the games, but it's just nothing has been ever able to match Metal Gear Solid, uh, the one yeah. on PlayStation 1. It was just a great game. That was right game, right system, right time. And I mean, the game looks terrible now, it but I still horrible. love playing. Yeah. <laughs> I still the love The story's the best one that I've, of the mm-hmm. series that I've played. The, um, just the innovations that were brought in in that game. Like with the Dual Shock and the and having mm. to switch controllers and reading the memory card and all that stuff, I'll never forget that stuff in a video game. It's amazing, and you know they ended up you know making prequels, looking for ideas for stories. They ended up kind of just shitting all over the 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 original games because they have to rewrite and retrofit all this stuff, and then you see like these characters as a kid, and it's like why are they here? Yeah. What's the point? And you know what they could do with these, you know, cool characters as children, they kind of just squander mm-hmm. just for the point. Go look, look, he's he's in the game. It's it's like the it's like the other game. It's the same one, right? So you're gonna love it, mm-hmm. and it's not. It's just it's ghost. It's it 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 it's a facsimile. It's not as good as the original. No. And the more facsimiles they make, of facsimiles, the more it gets washed out, and the shittier it becomes. Yep. All right. So anybody else? I think that's it. Anyone else have anything? Do they want to add that you thought about Charles? You thought about some more? You got another one for us? It looks like you got another one. That was pretty much the same boat with Mike on Magic. Magic. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, that's any game. Yeah, I think it it is. It's when it gets more technical than it is fun. Yeah. And that's how I had to get back into it. I had to play fun games with people. Yeah. And play with... That's, That's what's fun about the casual nature of it. Like, for me, for those things... It's the lore behind it that really just yep. it, uh, that draws me in. You know, like I remember the first deck I got was a pre-built Urza's Destiny Magic deck, and it was just goblins and it had a theme to it. It was just really cool. I felt like you know I was you know the wizard <sighs> casting spells. It yeah. was just it was so awesome. But then you know you kind of focus on the technical aspect of it and abilities and everything, and it just all the fun, all the honestly for even for me, no pun intended, all the magic that went through with you know when you were first learning the game just goes out the window just fades and all you have left is wasted money you know frustration and people you really don't want to fucking play with i haven't played it a whole lot in the last few years but uh anytime i've played in any kind of a setting where it's not people i'm just friends with it's been like uber competitive yeah and i'm just dickhead magic guys that are just like there to completely decimate you and it's just it's not fun it's just not fun so now there's some guys that that i've seen that play magic Mm -hmm. that are really good but they're not d-bags about beating you up and that's what that's what i've liked about the the hero clicks community is that most of them like i can bring a friend in yeah that's never played before to a tournament yeah 
And usually everyone's really cool with them, and it will be like, uh, you know, they'll do something kind of dumb, and they'll be like, um, maybe don't do that. I'll let you take that move back. Yeah. You know, and like... And here's here here's all my extras that I don't want. Yeah, take yeah. this stuff. I have all these extras that I will give to you as well. So now you have more. Yeah, um, which is just cool. So, but yeah. All right. Well, that's the things we walked away from that we've yeah, glad that we were to. able to make such a uh, shitty, depressing episode. <laughs> no, I think it's. I mean, in almost every one of these stories, except for like Assassin's Creed, or we or came back. We've come back to it. It's not like it's we totally abandoned it, and it's like screw you and it's walk like, away. It's like you have to focus on the thing that, that brought you there in the first place Yeah, hold on to it and realize that at the end of the day all any of these people want are money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're going to shit all over your childhood and your nostalgia to get that money. Yeah. yeah. I felt like that for a while with Transformers and um, I never truly just walked completely away from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'd tone back quite a bit yeah. and um, I just realized, you know, I don't have to buy everything. Yeah. I don't Space have Balls to. Space Balls 2, the search for more money. Yeah. I don't have to collect all of this. Everything, yeah. I can just focus on what I like. Yeah. And just stick with that. And It's a good place to be. Yeah. Yeah, because I wasn't like 100% a completionist with hero clicks. But now certain I'm, sets. Certain sets, was. like the new X-Men one that's coming out in the end of oh, the year, yeah. next year. That's I two will, cases. Yes, yeah, absolutely. For me. Um. But there, the other ones, it's like, oh, well, I didn't get this super rare. Oh, well, if I run yeah, across I'm not it, fine. Sleep. I'll yeah. trade off for it if I want. Yeah. Like Avengers Assemble. I ain't yeah. care. I, I didn't I get did any get, of those. I got the ones I wanted. Yeah. Except for one, I need to get King Thor. King Thor. Yeah. I, think, I think that really marks the... Uh, that really marks the mature nerd. You kind of either go in two two directions. You either go casual for love of the game, mm-hmm. yeah. or you go down the completionist. I have to collect everything. This is my life road, and it seems like those yeah. guys are the ones that. Uh, every time I've collected anything, like when I when I like nothing amazing ever happened, I always felt kind of let down after I collected everything. Because you just sit there and look at it. I can really be that guy a lot. Like I have to have all of this, whatever it is, yeah. and I, it always gets to a point where you just get burnt out. You just got to walk away from out. it, yeah. you know. So you can either, you can either stay casual, pick the pieces you want splurge occasionally and really yeah. enjoy it or you can go the other route and obsess over it to the point yeah. to where this is your entire life and why well, didn't this you know. is my entire life but with hero clicks there was a point where i had every carded marvel character yeah and i was like why do i have all this how yeah. often did you play all of them yeah ever? exactly and, oh there and, were char- there were pieces that i got just to put on a shelf yeah yeah, and it's like oh, I'm done with that. Well, and that's what that's one of the things that um I've like collecting can be really fun. Yeah. Um, I'm collecting the X Men comics, yep. all of them. Mm-hmm. I will maybe never collect all of them, nope. but I can buy an issue here or there. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be done with it right now. Exactly. Uh, and guess what? If I decide that I don't want to go all the way up to issue 600 that they're about to release, I don't have to. Exactly. Maybe I'll stop after the Claremont issues. Who knows? Maybe I'll go to the '90s when I started collecting. You know, yeah. and it's 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 very like freeing. Feels like a burden is lifted off of me. Like when I go to conventions and stuff, I don't have to buy every one I see yeah. that I want. I just go. I usually go I try to buy like one. one really cool thing, maybe like yeah. two or three kind of cool things. Yeah, 
but I, I think that's you know kind of you know, life in general. You know, that's the lesson I think we've learned. We've yeah. all grown. We've all grown older. Is remember the reason you started liking something in the first place, and only buy what you need when, yep. when it becomes a feeling like a job or a burden. Back yeah. off. Yeah. Let it go. Like Let World of go. Warcraft. Yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> anything else. Well, um, are we going to open this on there? Yeah, I just what's speaking our, of what's collecting. Our what's our time frame? We're at one hour and three minutes. Oh, We're going to keep on Nathan. trucking. Yeah. All right, so um, Marvel Collector Core Villains box. Uh, I just got this in the Ooh. other day. My last one. Are these clicks or what are no, these? No, no, no. This is the Funko box. Uh, last last uh, last time I got one, I got the Sheathor, Sheathor, and Miles Morales um, Spider Man. Yep. So this month's theme is villains we have a nice box with venom have you, have you pre-peeked front. at it i haven't last time it got spoiled and i was mm. just flipping through instagram and um yeah and thor i saw and a thor and a Mi- I, I saw a miles and because of the she thor i was like oh, okay that's cool that looks really good but i saw a miles and i was like wait what is that an exclude oh man so i it got spoiled for me i was really pissed but this one has not so Good. I don't know what is in it. I like those better. I do too. So we're gonna open. We're gonna try to open her up. We got, like I said, we got Ven- uh, Venom on the front. We've got the Collector Core patch. It has Red Skull on it. Oh, that's cool. that's in- that's pretty that's cool. impressive. And the Collector Core uh, pin this month has Old School Green Goblin on it. Okay. So. You can pass that around. Everyone can take a look at. We're gonna. The, each one of them comes with a patch and a pin. It looks like the one from the Spider-Man cartoon in the nineties. <laughs> oh, sweet! All right, so we're gonna open this up. Yeah. And the first thing in here is standard a standard extra extra large. Yeah. For extra, all Marvel collectors. There you go. Um. So the first thing in here is a shirt. It says Marvel on it, and it has Venom, Ultron, Green Goblin, Thanos. Red Skull and Loki on it. These movie or comic ones? These are all comic, comic. ones. It's just like a gray That's and nice. black. Cool, I've never yeah. seen kind Comic of, Ultron. Kind of disappointed. Sad. No Doctor Doom or Magneto. I know. That's shock pretty, and surprise. That's pretty wild to me. Yeah. Wow the uh, the uh, Comic Ultron's very close to the movie Ultron. Yeah. Ooh. Or wow. should I say reverse that? There's an Invincible Iron Man, so. which is the new uh, Iron Man that's uh, just came out uh, variant. It's a Collector Core variant. This is really, really unexpected. The pop this month. Well, we'll do the the. I don't know. So this, is one pop. this is basically There's a Marvel, pop. like like a Marvel. There is crate. a dibs. Or derbs. I don't know what these Dorbs. are. Dorbs. Uh, there's a Loki Dorbs. Probably like adorable. Which yeah. I, yeah. Dorbs. And yeah. I have a uh, Ultron one that came. I guess with the uh, with the um, Avengers one, the first collector core that, that I got. Messy. So you can pass that around. And there is a small. Venom bobblehead keychain. Okay. It's a pop keychain. That's pretty cool. Thanks, Ray. I'm going to keep that. <laughs> um, and this is the most surprising pop that I've probably ever seen. Uh, Morbius. Morbius. Uh, Morbius. Uh, he's the vampire. That is like the, the hipster. Like, like that is <laughs> like, I love Morbius. <laughs> Even I know who Morbius is. Do you really? Yeah, because of the cartoons. Oh, okay. Yeah. And because uh, that's a Spider-Man really surprising. Six it looks like Blaze. <laughs> yeah, it does look a little bit like Blaze. 
But Morbius, that's interesting. That's interesting. They're I don't know. Mor- I don't know. That, it's not as pale as a regular vegan, so I don't know how blaze-like <laughs> it looks. Yeah. Um, and there's also on the back, it says 104, which is the one I have as Morbius, but there's a 105 that is zombie Morbius, so I don't know if some people will maybe get zombie Morbius, oh, which would be pretty would interesting be cool. as well. How the hell does a vampire become a zombie? Yeah. He gets more famous. Marvel zombies. Yeah, Marvel zombies. Everyone becomes zombies. But he's Except already Machine Man and Howard the Duck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are they immune or do they escape? Machine Man's immune because he's a machine. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's a robot. Yeah. Um, Howard the Duck just because he's Howard the Duck. Yeah. It's like Squirrel Girl probably did not as well either. That'd be scary though. Zombie yeah, Squirrel Zombie Girl. Squirrel Girl. Yeah. So that's a really interesting figure to have as a pop. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really it. thought it'd be a Red Skull one. And I thought you know, for a minute, I'm like, there no, they is wouldn't a Red make Skull a, one though. They wouldn't make a red skull pop because then you'd have like a cute little Nazi. But then <laughs> I re- then I remembered I have a Lego red skull. Yeah. And so that's even more of a cute red yeah. Nazi. Yeah, so I'm I'm really surprised. I keep wanting I was hoping uh, I wanted a God Doom. I still want a God Doom. Lord God Doom. God Doom. Um it. yeah, God Doom it. Uh, Marvel pop, so maybe we'll get one of those eventually. Yeah, but Morbius, you know, that's cool. That's weird. That's something actually, kind of to to riff off of what TJ was saying. That's that's an untapped market for Lego, realistic uh, war recreations like the Battle of the Bulge in Lego, or maybe like Hitler's Suicide Bunker or <laughs> something. I think a Hitler Suicide Bunker Lego set would sell pretty well. They do have a lot of the more realistic I like, mean, they buildings. Could, they and could stuff. do like the the twenty dollar like little mi- or like eleven dollar little mini boxes. You can buy one of those, and that's just like him, you know, holding a gun to <laughs> Eva Braun's head as he cries. You know, <laughs> like, like uh, you get four SS soldiers in a box mm-hmm. with a gun turret. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you get the three hundred dollar one, you get the entire bunker, not just the small scene. And uh, the other room where Joseph Goebbels is yep. uh, poisoning his children and wife and that's before the, he kills himself. And that's the only place where you can get uh, the Eva Braun Lego because you can't get it in any other set. No, no, mm. no, no. You yeah. get Hitler's all over the place, but only one place you can get Eva Braun. Yeah, Eva Braun, like, uh, Eva Braun would definitely be the chase figure of the uh, <laughs> of the uh, live Hitler uh, realistic war recreation Lego sets. Yeah, that's absolutely. The well, truth. it's just like Vision in the. In the Avengers Lego set, I actually draw a lot of similarities from Vision and Hitler and Eva Braun. Yeah, like it's really odd that you mentioned. He's that. only in the expensive sets, or the Emperor. Really, he's only in the expensive sets. You can't get him in the cheap ones. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you can buy him online on the eBay's. Yeah, you can for the price of the, the whole set. set. Yeah. <laughs> so that's usually how that stuff goes. Exactly. You Unless you watch. buy one of those custom ones from China, they've they're had like some four bucks. No, they're like. 30 bucks but you get like seven custom figures but they do some things that have not been done by legos like dark phoenix legos and so i've been tempted a couple times i'm like i'm not gonna spend money on that after taking this morbius out of the box it absolutely looks like blaze yeah it does (laughs) red Red eyes eyes, things pale pasty yeah long (laughs) dress is a little bit better Pretentious. Well, he yeah, he's not wearing sandals. Yeah. So or, the, or those Tom shoes that they give to like kids. Yeah. I don't Africa. think he was ever even that cool. He wore Tom's. Did he? Uh, I thought I, he wore Crocs one night. Didn't yeah, he? he did. He does wear Crocs often. Yeah. And again, terms. Charles will give one hundred dollars to Blaze if he hears this. Yeah. <laughs> <Blaise> <laughs> Charles, wait, like Charles is staring I mean, you the, down. The, <laughs> he's like. 
Wait, what? I what? thought there was what? another name what? that was supposed to. I mean, there. Are, no. I'm sure <laughs> there are a lot of things Blaze would do for one hundred dollars. A, a lot of things Blaze would do. He'd do several for. things a hundred times for a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I would do this yeah, once for a hundred dollars, or this a hundred times for one dollar a piece. Because we had that episode where we talked about what would you do? Would you for? rather? Yeah. And did, did we never really air, we we don't actually air that, did we? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yes. Oh wow. Listen, wow. We, we used to drink a lot when we podcasted. We need to, we need to <laughs> apparently do that again, <laughs> or maybe edit some of our legacy episodes <laughs> so they're not so revealing to court. <laughs> and parents and stuff and yeah future future political officers children my children <laughs> future political we'll officers all of these yeah because i feel like i feel like what's going to happen is i want to be in like my 50s or 60s you know we're mm-hmm. running for president well you know and i'm gonna have to sit down with my kid and he's gonna realize that i'm not his parent i'm just a man <laughs> i'm just a person and i've made mistakes and i'm gonna have to explain you know, that I was a different person when I was 29. <laughs> you know, I said some things that I thought would be funny that, you We're know, funny at the time. Yeah, so we're funny at the some, time, yeah. So and I could get some likes. Yeah, some likes. Yeah, and <laughs> what is a like, Dad? <laughs> and I didn't really, you know... Understand the consequences. I didn't think ahead. <laughs> and now on the eve of my presidency... <laughs> Uh, the that I just lost. NWGLS <laughs> anthology <laughs> called the things Mike would do for money. Anonymous releases. <laughs> yes, exactly. From my <laughs> from my opponent, my Democratic opponent, Raymond Hancock, <laughs> <laughs> who has all the masters. It's completely edited out of all of them. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. have some interesting stuff on my computer. It's Let like, Ray, what do you think? Wow, that's nasty. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, I never said anything. <laughs> I, I was, was the there, but I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I listened, but I never said anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been another episode of Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes. sometimes. You yeah. can find us on the... The, the, internet. the internet. internet. All of the internet. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, Twitter. You can follow us on Stitcher. Find we are us on, on Google. Podbean. You can Google us if you want to. Uh, well, Mike not, really likes not in some states. Yeah, some states you can't. Yeah. Um, and you can also get our website, our website, our podcast off of Weeby Geek Network and Florida Geek Scene. You can also write in to nerdswhogetlaid.com at Big Brown Record Town, Lake City, Florida, <laughs> 32055. Uh, postage not included. So if you do yep. send us anything, P.O. Box, we do, NWGLS, if you, if you 1035. Send us, yeah, if you send us California, anything. California, Lake City. We retain yeah. the rights to keep it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, if not, we will. Uh, if we send mail that we do not approve of, we will send it to Scruff McGuff, Chicago, <laughs> Illinois six zero six five two, for uh, police investigation. So no illegal stuff, uh, because we will send it to Scruff McGuff, Scruff McGuff McGuff dog, and you yeah. will be behind bars and or in a paddy wagon. I can't. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. All right.